Welcome to Through the Corporate Glass, a podcast that explores career choices. Hi everyone. Welcome to another episode of Through the Corporate Glass. I'm your host Pramod. Today I'm joined by my guest Parmananda Ponneyan and we are going to discuss the topic of changing jobs. When should you start thinking about moving on from a job? Are you changing jobs for the right reasons? How long should you consider working at the same place and more things like that? I have known Param for many years and seen him chart an interesting path. To me he will always be the guy who spent 10 years doing networking and routery things at Cisco. But as he keeps reminding me he's done many more interesting things after that. Currently he heads engineering at Kava Space who provide APIs for insights from satellite data. Before this he spent a few years working with the ops tech team and building infrastructure at Gojek. He also worked as an employee number 1 at a company building an Android app to empower housewives in Indonesia to earn by selling mobile phone currency. He was also one of the early employees at Zynga Software in their Bangalore office back when Farmville was all the rage. Hey Param, welcome to the show. Hey Pramod, thank you. Thanks for having me. So let's start by framing the topic a little better. Why do you think it's important to understand this issue of changing jobs and especially in the world of software engineering today, why do you think this is of significance? I think the biggest reason is is basically the opportunity cost. There are a number of things that happen when a person is in a company for a long time. One of them is that you tend to lose touch with the industry and the other one is that your salary can tend to lag behind the industry. So definitely for that reason it's important to have a, to to understand what is the opportunity out there. I think it's important to think of these topics of when to change and when is a good uh, idea to change. The other reason is because you don't know whether the next opportunity is actually where you'll be able to make a larger and greater impact than you're doing right now. So I think those are the two main reasons why you should think uh, about changing jobs or think about what are the other options out there in the industry. Mhm. So let's say you're working in a company for a few years, then what would be some genuinely good reasons at that point to consider changing your job? So I think the first and foremost is that when you're um working in a big company what normally happens is you're focused on one tech stack or a, a few frameworks that are maybe even frameworks that are built inside the company so you tend to fall behind in tech I know that when I left Cisco I was I had spent 10 years working on embedded systems and I used to write code in C and we worked on their own proprietary operating system and when i looked outside i realized that nobody would hire me for those skills per se maybe i could have moved to another router company but mm-hmm. if i had to go into a company that is dealing with the web frameworks which are where my interest uh, lay i would have to really do something and increase my skills in order to be able to jump so one thing is for sure you end up you know lagging behind with respect to the new technologies that are out there the second thing that kind of happens to you when you are in a company for a long time is that you tend to get complacent because things get super easy you've built a reputation you've built relationships so getting anything done is super easy and you don't really need to push yourself that's dangerous because where if something happens or if something happens to the company and you are in a situation where you have to start looking for a job it'll be very difficult to to again start ramping up on these um, technologies i remember that my pay so once you're inside a company the pay doesn't the pay does not compete with the pay that is there in the industry at that particular time your pay tends to lag behind so apart from that i think it's important now with 
industry with the industry kind of exploding right the kind of options and the kind of work that is out there it's important for an engineer to broaden his exposure um, to the whole of the industry and that will actually give him a better base on which to build his future career where he might go into say leadership or go into say product management having that extra exposure across various facets of the industry really helps uh, when you go into a much more senior role and of course the final last but not least one good reason to quit your current job is if you feel harassed in any way if there if you're working in a hostile work environment it makes sense to think of options to leave i know that there are a lot of people who stay stuck in their same career or same job even though that they are they don't like the work or they they feel harassed at work but they stick on due to financial pressure such as emis and all that but i think being in a hostile work environment is a very good reason to leave that job right absolutely i can't disagree with the last point you briefly touched upon leadership roles and moving into other roles right so coming back to that area roughly like two of the common reasons people cite for quitting a job are they want a better role better title you know more impact or they want to go because somebody else is paying them more so if if you look at these two reasons what would you say are some pitfalls you have to keep in mind if these are the reasons driving you that's a, that's an interesting question and i think initially when i first wanted to jump it was for pay which was one of the reasons why i wanted to jump apart from of course that i wanted to learn a different domain i wanted to learn more about the web domain from an embedded systems domain i think pitfalls wise i think i faced a number i think the first one is that you need to rebuild your re- your reputation and your relationship in the company that you go to and if you're taking a pay hike this is a bit more accentuated because now they expect you to operate at that level once you come in right this goes not only for money but also for roles if you're uh, choosing to jump to a new role you have to understand that that role might ask things of you which you cannot uh, deliver right now and remember that when you join you have a short period of time within which you have to kind of prove yourself to the new company and this puts an, a lot of pressure on people uh, to perform very early on so that's something and this is even worse when it comes to leadership roles because not only mm-hmm. is there a functional aspect there is also a political aspect where you have to kind of fit into the existing leadership hierarchy that is there and 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 then function and produce something and be of value to the company so one thing for sure ma- you need to manage expectations when you move when you jump and that can get uh, really difficult at times another thing to remember is that the roles are not i mean even though the role might be named the same in both you might be a senior software engineer here in this company and you might move to another senior software engineer a role in another company it doesn't mean that these two roles are the same you might have very different responsibilities maybe in a small startup you're a senior software engineer all you have to do is code it's just code everywhere but maybe in a larger company a senior software engineer is you know looked as a person who's going to become a tech lead soon so people will be looking at him and gauging him for his ability to communicate to cross collaborate between teams and a lot more you know review related work so i know that i've jumped many roles in between and i mean even though like right now i'm i'm leading engineering in kava uh, space i still write code right which would not be expected of say my previous role when i was in wobe i was the vp engineering but i was still writing code there as well so i think it's important to understand what are the expectations when you're jumping 
and though money is a good reason to, i wouldn't say it's a bad reason to join to to jump companies but keep in mind that there's going to be some responsibility that comes along with it and you need to know you need to be confident that you'll be able to take on that uh, extra responsibility and do a good job there as well so that extra pressure i think is important this is of course apart from this there is the the need to learn a new stack and this is more because every company has its own small tweaks to its stack so you will have to learn new technology rapidly depending on how senior coming into the organization rapidly learn that and be able to say mentor other junior engineers on the team who have been here been there longer than you so all of this is additional pressure so these are the things that you need to kind of keep in mind uh, when you're jumping for a new role or for more money by way of salary so your last point uh, makes me ask so in your experience having changed jobs and also having onboarded people i'm sure to various places that you worked in as a manager how would you enable someone to succeed or if you are an employee joining somewhere what would you think are some key things to keep in mind in the first couple of months hmm that's a great question i think whenever i've jumped to a, a role to a different company i've had really great managers and i think at the beginning they kind of set up the expectations with the engineer on the first day itself what are the expectations that that the engineer has to perform i think i think that's one thing that helps a lot i think every manager should definitely do that have a kind of like a, a one month or a two month kind of onboarding plan for every engineer but beyond that gocheck had a very interesting thing they asked me to go and talk to other members in other teams and that kind of helped me kind of understand the how gojek kind of works the dna of of gojek mm-hmm. so i i think that's also useful as a leader i can say the only thing is don't try to make changes too soon i think that is key for a leadership position i've made that mistake many times though the pressure is there to actually perform or make changes i think i think it's important to err on the side of caution with respect to trying to make changes too soon i think yeah i think that's basically it i mean i have set up a plan make sure that the expectations are clear this is from both sides uh, whether you are the engineer or the manager i think it's important to set expectations and expectations criteria for success and i think having more frequent catch ups in the beginning time at the beginning to see mm-hmm. if a person is struggling or is having trouble it would make sense to have a catch up more frequently maybe you might be having catch ups with your team every two weeks but with this person maybe you know you could do it two times a week just catch up informally just make sure that he's doing okay onboarding of course there are standard methods out there but i like the buddy method where you just assign somebody who's the buddy and it's his responsibility he's kind of like the first point of contact for the engineer when he's coming on board i think managers or the team members need to kind of do a little bit of extra activity to kind of include that person and i think the leadership has to kind of make sure that happens make sure that the team members kind of include this new person or try to make it uh, a bit comfortable for him in the beginning when he just joins right uh, thanks sir. that was a great set of points i mean i i also believe that you know first two three months how a new person gets onboarded or how he's treated can make a big impact and sometimes it's a shame because a perfectly capable person might not have a good experience because of you know completely avoidable reasons right yeah so, because you hired him so that means he went through your tests you know he's good because right. you hired him and but if you don't uh, onboard him properly uh, with the proper support and the proper touch points yes somebody would just i don't know would fail for purely for purely reasons of neglect rather than any fault on his part 
So let's move on to something which is slightly before you change job. Say, let's say you're unhappy at your current job and obviously quitting is the most drastic step that you can take, right? So, but what are some things uh, you think someone can do to fix the situation internally before they decide to take that drastic step? Hmm. Yes, I, I completely agree with you that quitting is the last thing that most people think of because most people try to stay uh, in the same company. They're comfortable. They try to stay and they want to be there in that same company. I think there there was a statistic that I uh, heard in one of the articles that actually salary is not the main reason people actually quit. People actually quit for, usually it's the relationship with their primary manager and primary manager or, and then only it's a question of satisfaction or job satisfaction. But my director in Cisco uh, used to say that job satisfaction is like cafeteria food. You So you will always have somebody complaining about it because you can't solve it in one shot. You have to okay. keep solving the problem, right? You rotate the, you rotate the caterer, you change the menu, right? And you keep working at it. So I think you need to work at job satisfaction. It is not going to be there forever once you join. But if you've come to the point where you've kind of decided, okay, I think it's time to quit. I think the first thing you should do for sure is to understand what are you really upset about? I mean, uh, at the top level, you might say that, you know, I'm not finding the work interesting, but usually there's a different reason. And uh, it's a good idea to bounce these ideas or your feelings off with a mentor or a close confidant and just see like, you know, okay, I have these feelings. One interesting uh, thing that can come out of such a conversation is that you might realize that what you're feeling is not actually an irritation, but it's more of a growth pain. Right. This is like, for example, it could be uh, a senior engineer starting to realize that, you know, I have to do more of a political role if I'm going to succeed. And at that time, it becomes very difficult for him because he's not used to that role. It might be very difficult and he might feel that it's an it's unnecessary or unwanted. So it could be. So the pain that you're feeling might actually be just growth pain. This is the pain you have to get over to grow into your into the next role that you're uh, and to be successful in the next role. So talk to somebody, talk to uh, other people inside or outside the company. Finally, if that also does not work, the cliched is, you know, the cliched answer is always go and talk to your manager, which is, which is great advice, but some people might not be comfortable doing that. So then probably they can go and talk to the manager's manager above that. And many, many companies allow skip level escalations to happen. So I think definitely have those conversations. So I would, I would strongly advise trying to keep the reputation and the and the relationships you have by staying within the company. Looking for another role inside the company is also a great way uh, to broaden your exposure as well. So check inside the company because then what happens is your reputation kind of follows you and can really help uh, you succeed in the next role. Finally, all of these things, while you're doing all, you know, exploration, I think you should definitely prep for leaving, update your resume, and uh, start preparing for interviews. This is really important. Do not think that whatever you've been doing will automatically get you the job in the next company. Do prepare for interviews. Do all the online coding tests and all of that stuff. And prepare. Really take some time out um, of your day and uh, prepare for interviews when you're leaving. Right. I think those are, those are some great points, especially the thing about internal transfer is, is something that people who are in a large company for the first time may not realize that there are more options than just quitting the company. Yes, yes. The other thing is that they don't, so most people when they're angry, right, 
they just want to drop everything and run away right it's a very it's very human to feel that but the truth is the paradoxical nature of this is that if when you're upset it is the worst time to take that decision right and that's why it's important to talk to others talk to mentors and find out like you know what would be uh, the best way to solve the angst and anxiety that you're feeling yeah now let's approach the same issue from the manager or director point of view right so as a, if you were a manager or director how would you ensure proactively that people are happy at their job and they're not at risk of quitting well that's a great question and i think right now there's a lot of talk in in companies and in on twitter especially about culture and i think the biggest adhesive factor right that a company has to keep its employees is its culture and that culture is born of the policies and the behavior of the leadership right so if you want to have a company where people feel wanted then you as a leader have to want them right there are certain actions um, that you take one is having regular time sync ups with your people and uh, in those sync ups let people vent let people talk freely people should have psychological safety that they'll be able to talk about whatever they want without worrying about the repercussions that takes some doing that takes some policy and again it goes back to your culture right culture permeates not only from you but also people who are in the culture they also follow the culture and if the culture is inclusive and and has a lot of camaraderie in it then automatically the people will also behave uh, in the culture that way another thing that i feel as a missed in a lot of uh, companies is not giving credit to people who are doing uh, good work there are there are usually a few awards that are given here and there but inside the team on a regular basis do people can people showcase their work and get feedback and get applauds for doing that that i think that's important setting up a way for people to get credit for their work not only from the manager but by, from other people in the team as well the fourth thing uh, which i found really important is that the team lead should have great expectations of the team members many people leave because they find their work has just has no meaning and i think you should definitely spend some time in really setting up a great vision for the team or the company and also holding people to a high bar people revel when they are pushed to really do their best and mm-hmm. i think that is really important people should be doing their uh, best work and they'll do that if you are watching for it if you are if you are watching for it if you are rewarding great work and provide them ways to showcase their whatever they develop to other people not only in the team but also in the larger company so that they can take pride in their work apart from that being curious is important find out what's actually going on right don't jump to conclusions find out what's actually going on and stay in regular touch i think that's that would be in a nutshell how you avoid this but underlying all of this is just one word right this culture what is the culture what do you what do you feel is important do you do you think people are important or do you think the results are important or are they both and what's the percentage right given a conflict which one is more important so these are all these get answered by your culture right oh, absolutely that's like a really delicate balance that you have to keep working on maintaining let's move to another question do you think job changes have to be closely related to whatever work you've done in the past or do you think it's okay to move to a company which may be doing something entirely different or using a very different tech stack what have been your own experiences regarding this Yeah so I have a really great example there. I was in Cisco working on embedded uh, systems and working on C mm-hmm. and working on a proprietary 
Cisco operating system on proprietary Cisco hardware. <clears throat> the only similarity was that I, the only connect to industry outside was the fact that we, we were working on uh, Unix systems for our development. So Unix, Linux, that kind of connection was there. And I wanted to jump and I wanted to join uh, Zynga and Zynga was into games, I remember. And so what I did was that I, 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 I had a friend who um, is a designer. So I paired up with him and we developed a game. Now, it's not that I developed the game because I wanted to join Zynga. I developed the game because I wanted to stop working on what I was doing. And I took it up as a kind of side project. And I developed this game, a flash game, and I published it. And obviously that found uh, its way onto my resume. So all my resume is written there, but you know, I made a flash game. And seeing that, that is one of the reasons why Zynga actually got interested in my resume in the first place. So yes, I think the question, uh, it, there is no limitation on that you have to stay. There's no constraint that you have to stay within your same domain because I'm moving from embedded systems and I moved completely into web front-end development. And but one thing you have to keep in mind is that if you are looking for a pay high, then you should definitely, you, are, you would probably do better by going into another role, which is very similar to your current role, probably working on the same stack because you're asking for an increase in salary. I remember in my case that I still got an increase in salary, even though I was jumping, I was changing domains. But the reason for that was because my pay had degraded because I had spent 10 years in a company my pay had degraded quite a bit with respect to the industry. Uh -huh. So in that sense, you know, that degradation was actually a good thing for me because it kind of helped me to kind of make the jump later. Uh -huh. So I think, yeah, both a good thing and a bad thing. But yeah, I think uh, the bottom line is that if you're looking for an increase in pay, then probably stay closer to your home domain. That is the domain you're comfortable with. Uh -huh. And if you want to go further afield, you you can always have a negotiation, right? I would suggest don't go with the mindset that I have to take a pay cut because I'm changing domain, but just just leave it there as your option, depending on how the interview goes, right? And of course, do some prep, right? Prepare. If you want to move from back into front end, why don't you do a small project as a front end engineer, right? On your weekend, showcase it. Right. Uh, put it up on GitHub or do some free open source work on a front-end framework or pick up a project inside your company that is doing front-end work, right? While continuing whatever you're doing in your normal day job. Awesome. Well, that was a good set of points. I was just thinking, let's say you come across a resume of somebody who's maybe changed jobs every three, four years or even less, right? What would you look out for to make sure that I'm not looking at a flaky candidate? I've heard people tell me that, okay, they're a bit worried because they are changing jobs too often. But from if you were on the hiring side, what would you look out to make sure that this person is a good candidate? Depending on your seniority or the kind of role, the number of years in a particular company makes sense. Three to four years, I would feel is very, it's a decent amount of time. And I would, I personally would not have any qualms in looking at him or looking at his resume if he has got stints of three to four years. I think it's important that you assess skills rather than number of years in a company. Having doubts as to he's jumping a lot is just an opening to ask a few questions. There might be very valid reasons why he jumped in six months from a company. Uh, it's a question of asking those questions. But look at what he's done in there and 
ask him how well he's done it. It takes a good three years to succeed in any role, I feel. It takes at least one year to be really successful in a, in a role. And then what usually happens is he will also get promoted. And then once he gets promoted, again, it will take another year or so for him to kind of succeed in that role as well. Right. So three years in a role, there's a good chance that he has succeeded in the roles that he's uh, taken up. And But of course, that means it just opens up questions for you to ask in the interview about those roles that he's taken up. Sounds good. So, so that I think was, this was a yeah. great set of suggestions and tips, uh, Param. Any other final tips or suggestions you think people should keep in mind regarding their job tenures in a company? So I think uh, the most important rule is once you've jumped into your into the company, you should just do really good work. Ultimately, what is going to help you jump from one company to another is the work that you've done. So instead of focusing on jumping, you should be focusing first on doing a great job wherever you are right now. If possible, finish that role. And don't burn bridges when you're jumping or try to avoid. Sometimes it's unavoidable. But try to keep those relationships alive. Don't, don't kill them off when you jump. One short, short way of killing off a relationship is to you know, badmouth people before you leave. Please don't do that. When you leave, it just consider it as, always try to make it an amicable separation. Sounds good, Param. Thanks for joining us and giving us all this information. Thanks, Pramod. Thanks yeah, a lot. It was great talking to you. Thank you for listening to our podcast. Do drop us a message at feedback at throughthecorporateclass.com. We'd love to hear from you.